This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Kate Adams. Kate runs the health IT and digital line at Becker's Healthcare and does a tremendous job. Kate, talk to us about what are some of the issues you're watching currently? What's on your mind currently? What are people watching? Yeah, so as technology becomes a bigger part of health system and hospital strategy, um, it's also becoming a bigger part of the C-suite. So these tech leaders kind of have more of a seat of a seat at the table um, at some of these health systems. And um, we've been seeing a lot of hospitals and health systems name their first ever chief digital officers or chief innovation officers. And these titles can kind of vary. Chief innovation officer, chief digital officer are common. You also see um, like a chief digital information officer or a chief digital transformation officer, things like that. But um, it's been exciting to see different health systems announce, you know, that they created this role and, you know, they've appointed this leader that they trust to really uh, help digital initiatives take off. And, you know, that that position will be a part of their C-suite for years to come. So we've been seeing a lot of announcements like that, which has been exciting. Fantastic. When people appoint a chief digital officer, chief innovation officer, how do those positions interact with, for example, the the CIO? It, what, what does that look like? And are they very different roles? Do they connect well to them? What, what does that reporting relationship look like generally? And I know it differs from system to system. Yeah, it differs from system to system. And I'm looking forward to talking to more of these chief innovation, chief digital officers, as um, more of them start to take their helms. But I think, you know, the old model was that the CIO did everything. They were in charge of, you know, operational IT, as well as any other tech or digital, digital initiatives were at the hospital. And now we're seeing a shift where, you know, those are kind of two different things. There is a leader to make sure that all the IT, all the EHR workflows are optimized and everyone's on the same page there. And then there's someone who can focus on these more innovative efforts, hospital partnerships with digital health companies or, you know, developing new tech, new AI tools. A lot of times they are developing new technology and new AI that, you know, will be used throughout the hospital. So, because those connect to the hospital's greater IT infrastructure, there's absolutely collaboration with the CIO and with the overall IT department. So there's a lot of collaboration there, a lot of like leading, but CIOs don't have to do it all anymore. A hundred percent. You do see, I know in some systems like Dr. Zane is the CIO, chief innovation officer at University of Colorado in a very different role than than the chief information officer in in different places it differs and it, it intersects differently and so forth, where the, the chief innovation officer might be someone who's in, interacting just as much with the CEO, COO, and CIO as anybody. And then the chief digital officer sometimes interacts closer with the chief patient experience people, the chief of a lot of different roles, quite frankly, as digital experience becomes one of the key bites for relationships with consumers and, and the community is making sure you're so to- totally connected to the community. And so, no, it's interesting. In the old days of a CIO, exactly as you said, it was making sure all the trains went around on time, but it's 24-7. And that role has also grown so much. So in some organizations, the CIO is handling these offices too, uh, in addition to, you know, being, being there, making sure all the trains run on time and so forth. And, and what, what it, I don't know yet. I mean, certainly amongst the CIO position, 
some of the CEOs were traditionally computer background people. Many were not. They're business managers that end up taking charge of the CIO office. At what point does the CIO become CEO of a health system? When will that transition happen? It seems like we've moved to a spot where many chief physician executives, many chief nursing officers, certainly plenty of COOs, plenty of presidents of individual hospitals become CEOs of systems. Is there a spot in the not too distant future where you would expect that some CIO would position himself or herself to become CEO of a system? Uh, maybe, yeah. I think that that is a possibility. As you said, a lot of CIOs for hospitals necessarily haven't been um, you know, technology-focused their whole lives. Maybe they didn't go to school for a tech-focused career and have been working in that field their whole life. They are more business-minded sometimes. So if you can successfully lead an organization's, you know, IT and digital information operations, um, you could definitely go on to lead an enterprise as a whole. And I think because a lot of CIOs aren't have it haven't been tech focused their whole life that's kind of why we're seeing more chief digital and innovation officers pop up at health systems because um a lot of times these are people who have been really interested in either technology and innovation or you know just general inter innovation and startup culture um a lot of these people were maybe CIOs at a different health system, and now they're taking a more specialized role at a different one um, in this innovation or digital role. So I think, you know, if you're more business-minded, if you're more tech-minded, now there's a lot more flexibility for these roles. Another question for you. It, it seems like there's some magnificent female women CIOs, but, but not enough of them. Is that gender gap starting to close some? Kate, what do you see in your reporting in the in the – CIO suite, is that is there progress being made there where it's not so malcentric as it has been or, or was at one time? I yeah, it's quite slow, but um every once in a while you will, you know, see progress. Um I know April first, so in a couple of days, uh Mary Tolikos is gonna take over as chief innovation innovation officer at Dana Farber. So that's an example of, you know, a great institution, um, someone with a PhD who's very knowledgeable in digital health and innovation, who's a woman taking over to lead those efforts. So you, you'll, you'll see announcements like that every once in a while. I think, yeah, there's definitely still a gap, but there's progress. Oh, and Dana Farber also has a remarkable physician CEO uh, as well, and Dr. Glimcher, Dr. Lori Glimcher. Fascinating, fascinating, but still a very, I mean, I, I, I come across some in our podcast, but not enough. And it seems like that there, there ought to be more growth and balance there. Certainly the industry would benefit from it tremendously. So we've talked about the evolution of CIOs, chief innovation officers, chief, chief, chief digital officers, some of the gender imbalance that still remains. Kate, any other issues? I, I've seen a lot of your reporting recently. What are some of the most interesting stories that you've, that have popped up on the, health IT side in the last week or two? Um, we're continuing to see movement in the big big tech space. Uh, Google is developing some new AI tools um, to help physicians. And a lot of these tools can be implemented um, into smartphones and can help with telehealth. I know they recently teamed up with, I believe it was the Mayo Clinic, um, to help glean more insights for EHRs. So we're continuing to see a lot of 
involvement in the big tech space um, and more so focused on like hospital operations. So the Mayo Google partnership is a good example of, you know, tech giants directly partnering with hospitals so that they can, um, you know, better understand their IT and their technology operations. And I may have misspoke, or this may be a different partnership, but I know Mount Sinai also partnered with Google to encrypt and protect um, protected health information. So we're seeing that on the cybersecurity front as well. So, so fascinating. Just that there's so much of a market in healthcare that the big tech companies, aside from adding value, can't help but, but dive into it because it's such a big market. And, and for the growth of these companies, what they're trying to do, like Oracle trying to buy Cerner, there's just such a big market. They have to be a part of it, it seems like. Yes, absolutely. Kate, always a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you for joining the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, the Becker's Digital Health Podcast. Always a pleasure. And thank you for all you do at Becker's Healthcare. Just remarkable. Thank you very much. Thank you.